Book 9, Chapters 11 and 12 of the Antiquities of the Jews, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anne Boulay. The Antiquities of the Jews, Volume 2, by Flavius Josephus, translated by William Whiston. Book 9, Chapters 11 and 12. Chapter 11. How Zechariah, Shalom, Manahem, Pekah, and Pekah took the government over the Israelites, and how Pul and Tiglath-Pileser made an expedition against the Israelites, how Jotham, the son of Uzziah, reigned over the tribe of Judah, and what things Nahum prophesied against the Assyrians. Now when Zechariah, the son of Jeroboam, had reigned six months over Israel, he was slain by the treachery of a certain friend of his, whose name was Shalom, the son of Jabez, who took the kingdom afterward, but kept it no longer than thirty days, for Menahem, the general of his army, who was at that time in the city Tirzah, and heard of what had befallen Zechariah, removed thereupon with his forces to Samaria, and joining battle with Shalom, slew him, and when he had made himself king, he went thence, and came to the city Tephasa. But the citizens that were in it shut their gates, and barred them against the king, and would not admit him. But in order to be avenged on them, he burnt the country round about it, and took the city by force, upon a siege. And being very much displeased at what the inhabitants of Tifsa had done, he slew them all, and spared not so much as the infants, without omitting the utmost instances of cruelty and barbarity. For he used such severity upon his own countrymen, as would not be pardonable with regard to strangers who had been conquered by him. And after this manner it was that Menahem continued to reign with cruelty and barbarity for ten years. But when Pul, king of Assyria, had made an expedition against him, he did not think meet to fight or engage in battle with the Assyrians. But he persuaded him to accept of a thousand talents of silver, and to go away, and so put an end to the war. This sum the multitude collected for Menahem, who exacting fifty drachmae as poll money for every head, after which he died and was buried in Samaria, and left his son Pekahiah, his successor in the kingdom, who followed the barbarity of his father, and so ruled but two years only, after which he was slain with his friends at a feast, by the treachery of one Pekah, the general of his horse, and the son of Remaliah, who laid snares for him. Now this Pekah held the government twenty years, and proved a wicked man and a transgressor. But the king of Assyria, whose name was Tiglath-Pileser, when he had made an expedition against the Israelites, and had overrun the land of Gilead, and the region beyond Jordan, and the adjoining country, which is called Galilee, and Kadesh, and Hazor, he made the inhabitants prisoners, and transplanted them into his own kingdom. And so much shall suffice to have related here concerning the king of Assyria. Now Jotham, the son of Uzziah, reigned over the tribe of Judah in Jerusalem, being a citizen thereof by his mother, whose name was Jerusha. This king was not defective in any virtue, but was religious towards God, and righteous towards men, and careful of the good of the city, 
for what part soever wanted to be repaired or adorned he magnificently repaired and adorned them he also took care of the foundations of the cloisters in the temple and repaired the walls that were fallen down and built very great towers and such as were almost impregnable and if anything else in his kingdom had been neglected he took great care of it he also made an expedition against the ammonites and overcame them in battle and ordered them to pay tribute a hundred talents and ten thousand cori of wheat and as many of barley every year and so augmented his kingdom that his enemies could not despise it and his own people lived happily now there was at that time a prophet whose name was nahum who spake after this manner concerning the overthrow of the assyrians and of nineveh nineveh shall be a pool of water in motion so shall all her people be troubled and tossed and go away by flight while they say one to another stand stand still seize their gold and silver for there shall be no one to wish them well for they will rather save their lives than their money for a terrible contention shall possess them one with another and lamentation and loosing of the members and their countenances shall be perfectly black with fear and there will be the den of the lions and the mother of the young lions god says to thee nineveh that they shall deface thee and the lion shall no longer go out from thee to give laws to the world and indeed this prophet prophesied many other things besides these concerning nineveh which i do not think necessary to repeat and i here omit them that i may not appear troublesome to my readers all which thing happened about nineveh a hundred and fifteen years afterward so this may suffice to have spoken of these matters chapter twelve how upon the death of jotham ahaz reigned in his stead against whom rezin king of syria and pekah king of israel made war and how tiglath pileser king of assyria came to the assistance of ahaz and laid syria waste and removing the damascenes into media placed other nations in their room now jotham died when he had lived forty-one years and of them reigned sixteen and was buried in the sepulchres of the kings and the kingdom came to his son ahaz who proved most impious towards god and a transgressor of the laws of his country he imitated the kings of israel and reared altars in jerusalem and offered sacrifices upon them to idols to which also he offered his own son as a burnt offering according to the practices of the canaanites his other actions were also of the same sort now as he was going on in this mad course rezin the king of syria and damascus and pekah the king of israel who were now at amity one with another made war with him and when they had driven him into jerusalem they besieged that city a long while making but a small progress on account of the strength of its walls and when the king of syria had taken the city elath upon the red sea and had slain the inhabitants he peopled it with syrians and when he had slain those in the other garrisons and the jews in their neighborhood and had driven away much prey he returned with his army back to damascus now when the king of jerusalem knew that the syrians were returned home he supposing himself a match for the king of israel drew out his army against him and joining battle with him was beaten 
and this happened because God was angry with him, on account of his many and great enormities. Accordingly, there were slain by the Israelites one hundred and twenty thousand of his men that day, whose general, Amaziah by name, slew Zechariah the king's son, in his conflict with Ahaz, as well as the governor of the kingdom, whose name was Azricam. He also carried Elkanah, the general of the troops of the tribe of Judah, into captivity. They also carried the women and children of the tribe of Benjamin captives. When they had gotten a great deal of prey, they returned to Samaria. Now there was one Obed, who was a prophet at that time in Samaria. He met the army before the city walls, and with a loud voice told them that they had gotten the victory not by their own strength, but by reason of the anger God had against King Ahaz. And he complained that they were not satisfied with the good success they had had against him, but were so bold as to make captives out of their kinsmen the tribes of Judah and Benjamin. He also gave them counsel to let them go home without doing them any harm, for that if they did not obey God herein, they should be punished. So the people of Israel came together to their assembly, and considered of these matters, when a man whose name was Berechiah, and who was one of chief reputation in the government, stood up, and the others with him, and said, We will not suffer the citizens to bring these prisoners into the city, lest we be all destroyed by God. We have sins enough of our own that we have committed against him, as the prophets assure us. Nor ought we therefore to introduce the practice of new crimes." When the soldiers heard that, they permitted them to do what they thought best. So the forenamed men took the captives, and let them go, and took care of them, and gave them provisions, and sent them to their own country, without doing them any harm. However, these four went along with them, and conducted them as far as Jericho, which is not far from Jerusalem, and returned to Samaria. Hereupon King Ahaz, having been so thoroughly beaten by the Israelites, sent to Tiglath-Pileser, king of the Assyrians, and sued for assistance from him in his war against the Israelites, and Syrians, and Damascenes, with a promise to send him much money. He sent him also great presents at the same time. Now this king, upon the reception of those ambassadors, came to assist Ahaz, and made war upon the Syrians, and laid their country waste, and took Damascus by force, and slew Rezin their king, and transplanted the people of Damascus into the upper media, and brought a colony of Assyrians, and planted them in Damascus. He also afflicted the land of Israel, and took many captives out of it. While he was doing thus with the Syrians, King Ahaz took all the gold that was in the king's treasures, and the silver, and what was in the temple of God, and what precious gifts there were. And he carried them with him, and came to Damascus, and gave it to the king of Assyria, according to his agreement. So he confessed that he owed him thanks for all he had done for him, and returned to Jerusalem. Now this king was so sottish and thoughtless of what was for his own good, that he would not leave off worshipping the Syrian gods when he was beaten by them. But he went on in worshipping them, as though they would procure him the victory. And when he was beaten again, he began to honor the gods of the Assyrians. And he seemed more desirous to honor any other gods than his own paternal and true God, whose anger was the cause of his defeat. Nay, he proceeded to such a degree of despite and contempt of God's worship, 
that he shut up the temple entirely, and forbade them to bring in the appointed sacrifices, and took away the gifts that had been given to it. And when he had offered these indignities to God, he died, having lived thirty-six years, and of them reigned sixteen, and he left his son Hezekiah for his successor. End of Book 9, Chapters 11 and 12